This episode is brought to you by Lee. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit to your body, not to some passing fad or body shape ideal. That's why Lee makes denim that gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com, to shop spring looks now. Hello, and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the UF Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. We love a Sunday special. Love a Sunday special. We get into the longer emails we might not have time for in our regular shows. That's right. And it's a really nice, consumable episode. We do one subject. Send it to a friend. If you have a friend that's going through a similar thing, let them know. Let you them know about this show. Who's like 2023. I'm getting my shit together with right. dating, and I could use some laughter along the way, take the edge off, but also maybe pick up some tips. Send them this show. This is the spot for that. We want to get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, if you're out there, um, I got shows, people. I want you to come to my shows, please, please, please. Uh, I, actually, I'm very I direct. Like, yeah, I don't like the sound of that. Uh, <laughs> I want you to please, come please, please. No. I'm if you want to come, come. Yeah. Please. <laughs> it sounded bad. I don't know why. I'm hungover. Okay? Get I'm hungover. You, please. I made it through the first. We taped the first episode, and I, I like. I need this. I just. <laughs> just come to my fucking shows. Please. Listen, this is our last. Please. This is our last small episode before we we do our holiday break. So right. Forgive any sort of. Uh, and and we're, do well, we do these, so you'll have these every week. But yes. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I got through the first, and then something happened where I just like the hungover just hit me just now. Like I went in the bathroom and I sat on the toilet here. You looked at your face. Just there? looked at my face. So I was like, oh, you're losing it, buddy. After Get this, to go home, kid. take a nap. Nap You'll time. I want to eat everything today. Okay. Something about today. That's fair. Right? Yeah. What are you going to eat? I don't know. It's on my mind. I want to like go get like a cook? nice meal. Hey, cooking <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm going to go home. I'm gonna... Draw a bath. I'm going to make some pasta I from mean, scratch. That sounds nice. There's yeah. no bath. Okay, you're not, if a, I you're ba- not a cooking if, guy. If I took a bath. When's the last I... time you cooked something? Um... That wasn't like a reheated Amanda Dobler meal. <laughs> Shout out to Amanda Dobler. It's been a while. Okay. I'm I'm living a very bachelor life. Very Carrie Bradshaw uses her um, oven for storage. That's me. In my oven, there's just hats <laughs> instead of shoes. My hat collection. Um, I don't know. I'm hungover. I I don't know what to do. It's okay. Sleep it off. I. We're just going to solve this person's dating Let's solve story. Solve this person's dating story. I'm in Toronto, then... Vegas, Perrysburg, Ohio, Vancouver, Irvine, Indianapolis, Oklahoma City, jerryfree.com. Please, please. Come. Please come. Please. <laughs> oh, no, I'll be okay either way. Yeah. Your, t- your, your shows do pretty well. They do pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't Great know. show. I, if I do. I mean, I haven't seen your new stuff. I've all since your. New stuff since. is garbage. But. Um, <laughs> Okay, well, that was a great ad for your shows. No, Please come. Please. I'm going to go to Boca on Sunday. You know what it is? I'm like, this dating thing. It's a real drag for you? It's been a drag, I think, lately. I think... I'm strung out on it. Well, like, I'm just, like, ready. Like, I, I don't know. I, I I go back and forth. We kind of had this conversation, like, the, the, the flaws of a man. I go back and forth from, like, I want to relate... I know I want a relationship. 
I just needed to like hit me in the face. Like the person? Yeah. And we talked about this cab light on, cab yeah. light off. And, you know, you get, you go on these days and, and some of them just feel like, it feels like I'm not a good first date. Cause I'm just like, we, we've established you're a great first date. I think I'm good, but I just, I, I just, I go on these. I'm like, am I ever going to get hit in the face in this scenario? You know, sometimes you go on those well, first dates and you go, we make the place and meet me here and oh, we'll have one round and then two rounds and you go, I don't know. Never what feels magical. About. It should. Fe I don't know if it should feel more magical. I think if you're again, it depends what kind of person you are. Are you I don't know if you're a person who's like prone to feeling magical. Yeah, but I'm not very Harry I think Potter. I could see you having a magical fifth date with someone. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's kind of how I used to date. I feel like I wasn't like, I never went on a first date. And if I did go on a first date and I was like, oh my God, this is magic. It was usually because like, I was like a, a lusty, like kind of the Logan Yuri like spark. Like I was like right. attracted to them withholding a little bit or mm, something. It was, it was from a bad place. Yeah. It was from like an excitement because of like, and unsure because they weren't like, it wasn't so clear that they were into me. Right. I, I, that, that hits me a little bit sometimes mm -hmm. where I'm like, not sure if you're into me is hot. Yeah. But then I guess, I, you know, there's a point and I, this is the issue that I remember when we first talked about like me being single again, like the laziness comes into play. Right. Where I'm like, am I just too lazy to get to that fifth date of feeling that way? No. Cause you won't. Cause I, I think it's, it's lazy. It's, it's less lazy to do that. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's so much harder to keep going on first dates with a million different people than having to have the same conversations over and over again. I think by the time you get to the fifth date, then you're like, okay, we can talk about some real shit. Right. I've been. That's trying where to, it gets fun. That's where it gets into the 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 part of life that I'm like ready for. Right. Right. I guess like something about a first date feels like I'm at the high school party and I'm too old to be there. I could see what you're saying. It's kind of like, I'm still doing this. I right. see what you're you're saying by that. But that's because you're, I think because you've been hesitant to go on second dates. When's the last time you were on a fifth date? Um, Probably it was the summer. Okay. And it was, and, and because of my hesitation to go on the second date, the fifth date took a minute to get to. So like it was happening casually more than, Fifth right. dating. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Right. It was, like you're it, not, it's not like five dates in three weeks. Right. It's it wasn't like, five like that. Dates five months. dates in three months and some in te the texting in between and hey, meet me here or whatever. I'm yeah. going to get drinks or whatever. But yeah, that's been. Well, I think if, if the light's on. Yeah, the light is on. Go on some fifth dates. And again, you break up with someone after the fifth date. They get over it. They get over it. I've that been broken up with after many a fifth date. And I don't even remember which guys it was <laughs> like you deal. Yeah, you're right. It sucks for a second. Life goes on. Someone could dump you after a fifth date. How would you feel if someone dumped you after a fifth date? It, that it you would were... be a lot of relief. <laughs> no, you're be... into, you're into someone yeah, I'd be like, and they dumped you after I, a fifth I, date. I, you'd I be get... like, that sucks. I'd be like, that sucks. I thought that was going to go a different way. Yeah. But I would go. And then you'd, you'd feel shitty for maybe a day and right. then you'd move on. And then I would move on. Yeah, That's I life. wouldn't. I, I, right. That's life. That's you ever been life. On, you ever been on five auditions for something and then you don't get the thing? I don't know if you're not really an actor, yeah. but like, 
Yeah, that happens. Uh, I, I, I've been carried away. Yeah. I'm like in a process. You know, I'm you're like, on the oh, fifth shit. step of a process. Right. You get all the people and then you, get over you it. don't get it. No, so- sometimes I, I still think back on a couple of those where I go, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> well, that could be you. <laughs> well, I do feel oh. better off for not getting those things. That's what I'm saying. We, that, I think that's part of the reason yeah. we're here doing this podcast. And then again, it sucks. The f- it, you, you get the initial thing that it's not happening. It sucks. You feel shitty in your like, gut. And right. then maybe you feel that way for like a day. Mm-hmm. maybe a week tops and then life goes on maybe i need to get dumped mm. to feel it to know that i that someone you need to be dumped by someone on a fifth date on a fifth date if you're out there and you want to maybe you would be maybe that's the real fear of getting dumped on the fifth date maybe that's it Gotta... get naomi on the phone yes we'll, we'll bring you on over sharing that would be a fun a fun episode that would be fun do you want to get do you want to get a evaluated breakdown on... i would love that really i've never you know i've never you're done open to like... it yeah i'm open to that okay that'd be fun we'll bring you on over sharing i love that. i think people would love that crossover the, yeah the the jetsons meet the flintstones yes yeah because she's she's wanted to do that well, not with she you has. not with you <laughs> specifically but just like with the person who right. can like answer all right. Let's do it. Let's do it. I love it. Okay. Wow. But what are we talking I'm, I'm about today? I'm going to tell her. I can't wait. Ja- coming this January. I'm a fan of the show. Thank you. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not be saving while doing it? Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher. You know I like deals. Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. So you can use Rakuten to get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Rakuten has your favorite brands like Bloomingdale's, Blue Mercury, and Zappos. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. That's wonderful. You're already shopping at these places. Why not? Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. So I was scrolling through my feed like I do, and I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes? That made me totally rethink my bedding. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good. Bowl and Branch. Bowl and Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this. If you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed are Bowl and Branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash. Then I put them on my bed. They're so comfortable. You can see them on my bed. They look good. They're hotel quality. I love my Bowl and Branch sheets. You can really feel the difference. And if your commitment issues get in the way, they have a 30-night worry-free guarantee. They feel buttery soft yet super breathable so you don't have to worry about getting hot and doing the one leg out, one leg under thing. Bowl and Branch signature sheets come in 13 super classy colors. They have all sizes from twin up to California king. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code UUP. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You know I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. 
Hands down, the no-show Belkinette bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. It provides support but keeps my natural shape and it's invisible under clothing. I love my Skims wireless form bra. It's so comfortable, but it still does the job. It feels like it's lifted. I know where everything is. That's a big issue for me. I want to make sure that like everything is where it's supposed to be, but it also looks really cute. It's not like some like scary looking bra that I would never want to show anyone. I typically don't like traditional underwire bras, but Skims changed that. I'm literally wearing one right now. And there's one for literally every kind of shirt that you could be wearing. There's so many different pieces. I really love the wireless form t-shirt bra, the weightless scoop bra, and the no-show online demi bra. Skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you feel like you're wearing nothing at all. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. All right, so today we are talking about how to set boundaries with a friend you tried to date. Okay. Not a problem that you have right now, but still a a problem (laughs) relating to many people. Right. Okay. Hey, Jay and Jay Feather Feather. I love all that you do, and I'm so grateful for the years of advice you've given me. Here's the situation. I, 29 female, recently got out of a four-monther with a guy, 31 male, who's in the same friend group as me. People are still doing friend groups at this point in life. He's not a core member of the group, but he will join events and trips a few times a year. We like we liked and flirted with each other for the past seven to eight years. But seven timing, to eight years. That's a long time. Okay. But timing slash location slash other relationships always got in the way. Mm. By the time we started dating this year, I had completely romanticized this guy in my head to be my perfect guy. Womp womp. Turns out he's a human man with intimacy issues and not at all the kind of person I wanted to date, much less get into a serious relationship with. My end goal. Our relationship felt very friends with benefits, except we were going on regular formal dates and our friends all knew we were dating. I just wasn't getting the emotional depth or romance that I wanted slash needed from a relationship. Your your advice helped me turn the what are we conversation into a this is what I want and need from you if you're going to if we're going to keep dating and I'm not getting it from you right now. Is that something you're interested in giving me or not? (laughs) Well, you make it sound very fun. Right. Can't wait. Oh. Is that something that would become of interest <laughs> of you? Are you waiting to ask? Yeah. <laughs> Could you see yourself getting a meal of food with me in a romantic setting? I need an answer. She's like Judge Judy. Tick. tick. <laughs> Judge Judy's great. <laughs> um, Talk to me. What Judge Judy is the best. Like cut the shit one liners. What is she? Like she's like. Don't pee on my head and tell me it's raining. (laughs) I love Judge Judy. My grandmother loved Judge Judy. My grandmother was very similar to Judge Judy. Same with mine, right? Same cut the cut the shit mentality. Oh my god, my grandmother like I think she like modeled herself after her. Right, icon. Isn't she a billionaire? She makes like seventy five million dollars a season (laughs) or something. Iris read an article about how she negotiates. And like once, once I think whenever her contract is coming up, like once every two or three years, she has like lunch with like whoever the head of, what is it, NBC, whatever the show airs on. And she just gives him a, she slips him a piece of paper with her number on it. Yeah. And she says, this is the number you're in or you're out. Right. And like, you can look at it later. Let's have a nice lunch. And then like, that's it. (laughs) That's it. Yes. She should talk to this woman. 
Is that about her dating life? Right. Slip it on the table. There you uh, go. This how is, much do you think she's it, worth? Five hundred million. Less. Two hundred. But you're not. You're not far away. Four hundred and forty million. Well, that was pretty close. Yeah, you're pretty close. Okay. Good for her. Just for being herself, too. Just for being Judy. Right. Oh. What a great life. Is she still would, on? The air? I, think I think she so. is. I think yeah. she went to streaming. Oh, yeah, they've like, oh, that's, I think, where she made all the money because they license from licensing the show, all the old episodes. Oh, really? To like whatever oh. streaming service they're on. Uh, what it would be like to get her on this show. Oh, my God. Judge Judy. I don't even know her last name. If we could <laughs> Shineling. get her. Shineland. Her husband's She's also celebrating a, a Hanukkah judge. tonight. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah, Judge Happy Judy. Hanukkah, I judge mean, judge it's judy. very far past that at this point. But if you if we could get Judge Judy on the show. That if anyone would be knows the way. She would be great at, at deciphering this issue. Anyway. I think I found the article you read. Her new show and the story behind her $460 million fortune. Yeah, She great. slips the... Yeah, I'm going to read that after just to refresh on that. <laughs> I just like the idea. Jared, you, you should, lunch. Jared you, should, you should do that with our uh, with, with our Betches contracts. Right. Here's my number. Here's my number. <laughs> Eat your lunch. Okay. <laughs> Although I knew going into it that his answer was almost certainly going to be no. Ding, ding, ding. It crushed me to hear him say it to my face, and I ended up crying on his lap for a good hour. Oh, my God. Uh, that's every man's hour. worst nightmare. Uh, they're there. <laughs> for an hour. I'm not interested in being your uh, boyfriend, Pat, Pat. And he's, like, not emotional enough for her. Right, he's like, how do I get her to leave? I don't know. Hey, my arm's falling asleep. <laughs> Um, okay. Are you done crying? It's yet? okay. Right. And he has to sit there as long as she wants. Right. Like I've been in that room where you're like, you can't be like, hey, I have an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> an hour is a long time. I'm surprised it didn't go through her head like maybe I should go. Right. Because he can't say that. I guess it was a seven and eight, seven or eight year long situation. Right. They're friends. <laughs> yes. 45 friends. minutes for every year that they've said this has been built up. <laughs> it's crazy. However... I'm nothing if not skilled at disassociating from my emotions, and I felt desperate to maintain the friendship. I still deeply care about this person after so many years of history. So two days later, I was already convinced I was healed and was casually texting him as friends, bantering about the topics we would talk about while dating. Hey. Bad idea. Yeah, I Judge Judy wouldn't like this. No. I suggested meeting up just a week after we broke up, and we've had a few daytime hangs since then. The first few times felt very healthy and innocent, but the last time we ended up back at his place and I felt covertly flirty vibes from him. Nothing physical happened that day, but I could feel my old anxious attachment style flaring in the face of his avoidant one and so could easily see myself slipping into a toxic on-again, off-again, friends-with-benefits type situation like one I suffered in for several years a decade ago. Suffered. That emotional part of me so badly wanted to sleep with him that day, but I logically knew it would only leave me feeling anxious and hollow, so I ran out of there but continued to play it cool, texting him after. <laughs> Gotta go! <laughs> Played it totally cool. After I picked my head up off his lap and I left the room. Okay, I gotta go. Okay. The last... <laughs> gonna play it cool here. <laughs> the last thing that happened, sorry, Jared, for the long email, was the gang got back together for a weekend trip and on the last night, him and I drunkenly flirted all night and made out in the end. Hey. Thankfully, we broke it off before it progressed further, but I ended up sobbing to one of the girls later that night about the whole thing, and I've been in a funk since then. She's so me, and that you're like girl who thinks you're playing it cool, but like you're so incredibly far from the person who's playing it cool. Oh my god! Meanwhile, he's been texting me like nothing's happened, and of course, we haven't acknowledged soberly that anything happened between us. My issue 
is that the last thing I want to do is make things awkward between us. For the inevitable multiple times per year, we will continue to see each other for the foreseeable future, at least in pe- still people... At least until people start marrying off, lol. However, I'm emotionally torturing myself to continue to keep this facade of a friendship up and risk falling into a situationship that's even worse for me. I know your advice is going to be to just tell him we can't be friends anymore and fuck the friend group, but I really mean it when I say this friend group is so precious to me, like family, and I know I will always have this person in my life in some capacity. I am theoretically okay confronting him to set a boundary between us, but I have a horrible tendency to word vomit my every thought slash feeling once I open up the floodgates. Can you tell by my email? So I guess my real question is this. How would you each personally go about setting a boundary with this person? Like, I need an instruction manual for dummies. If you were in my shoes, what would you do or say exactly? Would you send him an iPhone-length paragraph via text or ask him awkwardly to get coffee so you can friend break up with him in person? How in-depth versus short and sweet would you make it? Would you screw the formal breakup convo and just attempt to let things fade by being less responsive and no longer initiating or saying yes to one-on-one hangs? Maybe avoidance really is the answer after all. I feel like the avoidance would be the route my friends would recommend to me to avoid making things weird, but at the same time, I'm worried that leaving things vague could be too dangerous for me in my weaker moments. But it is the more mature thing to do to just take responsibility. But is it the more mature thing to do to just take responsibility for my own emotions and actions and not trauma dump on him? Jordana, I know you know the pain of falling for someone in this type of relationship and how to cut it off for good, but I need to find a way to not ruin our chances of politely interacting at social gatherings for years to come, but also not drunkenly make out with him at social gatherings for years to come. Jared, I know you're going to tell me the answers in my email, so where's the answer? While I mostly don't regret giving things a shot with this guy I liked for so many years, I also kind of hate myself for getting into the situation, falling back into old patterns, spoiling the friend group, etc. I feel like I would shake my head so hard hearing this email from a random person, but I genuinely am not thinking straight these days and need some help from my dating gurus. Sincerely, a bet whose breakup didn't work the first time around, so she's calling in the experts this time. Well, I'm sorry she's going through this. I'll start with that. It's a very hard position to be in. Right, because he doesn't care. Yes. He really doesn't care. And then that's my first right. over. He could hook up. He could not hook up. We'll be friends. Friends, we, not friends. It's never going to be awkward for him. He right. doesn't have even fear that the friend group will get broken up. She has all the fear. Yes. Like, because she's the mo- one who's much more emotionally invested. Right. And it's like she's put so much on. Well, I guess to go back to the beginning of her email. We, we liked and flirted with each other for the last seven or eight years, but timing, location, other relationships always got in the way. I don't believe that at all. No. Yeah. I think what's going on now is what has always gone on. Right. Like now they gave it a shot because the, you know, the expiration date was coming up that they were like, well, we're not, there were no more excuses left. Right. So but it doesn't they, seem like he was ever really interested in making it no, a relationship. Absolutely not. And I, what do you think? What do you I, I mean, I feel for her. I get this is a very painful situation to, to break in, to be in. And I feel like she's not doing herself any favors by, like, pretending that she can, like, handle this. She can't handle it. She this. can't handle it. She's, she's trying to be like, times. she's trying to be, like, cool. She's trying to be like, I can, you know, I, I've got to be around, like, I'm going to, I've got to figure out how to make this work for, like, the friend. And she says in the beginning that he's, like, sort of like a fringe member of the group. Okay. Right? So... Here's what happens. Again, like friend groups, you're, this guy's 31 years old. Like right. you, she has the right to be like, I don't really, I can't really see you right now. And I think that like, if she's going to break up with him, quote unquote, or break up this friendship, it's a text that says, 
just like, I don't even think she needs to do anything, to be honest. She could just not be around him or not answer it. But if he continues to text her, I think she could say the real honest thing, which is, hey, I was really into you. I know we tried to date. You clearly weren't into it. I still feel really shitty about the situation. I need to distance myself from you because I still just feel really attached to you and I'm not fully over this yet. Yeah, I and I agree with that advice. So completely. whether that's, yeah. So that's, and and the best way to get over someone is to stop being around them. Right. Is to stop talking about people about them with people that you are around so maybe again she's like i this friend group is so intense and so important and so and like but he's not necessarily at all the things if he's gonna be at the thing don't go that's what you need to do right and well i'll give a i don't know about don't go um i don't i think for the short term yeah well they they gotta stop what they're doing now that's what i'm saying yeah i i'm with you i i guess what i would add to that is she needs to let him know that he's actively hurting her by continuing to talk right because because to him this is fun and games he doesn't seem to understand the gravity of you would think crying in someone's lap for an hour would give them some sense of the gravity of course but then he's acting like a little kind of like an asshole he's acting like an asshole but i'll give him some empathy on the side of like there is this thought and you know a lot of men are fixers so you go okay we cried in the lap we're done She's come back. We're talking about what we used to talk about. I guess we're cool now. Right. And I know that's a little bit naive. But uh, then they made out. Then they made out. I guess now we make out. You know, I don't think he's. Right. The gravity of her. I would love to read his email. His email would be like, yeah, we gave it a shot. And, you know, I think she's hot. But, you know, it's not really kind of where I am right now. And I can't see a future in it. You know, and and it would down, be. Down to, to talk and make out on a, when. Right. When we see each other, it's fun. But that's the responsibility that I'm looking for. You know, he's walking away from the responsibility of like, let's keep going. Let's see what this can be. Right. And I think she's personalizing it. She's making it so hard on herself. She's like, should I go and have coffee and trauma dump? I think she needs to be what you said. I think a text will help. If it's just a text, that's like a breakup text. Right. And letting him know, like, when we interact I feel worse the next day. Mm-hmm. I, I feel you, shitty. Yeah. I feel shitty. I, I and I think stay away from talking about his feelings. It's not about him. When I when we made out the next day, I felt like shit. When we text, I feel good, but it's like where we were before, and it's not going forward. And I want to move forward. So yeah. every time I text with you about the fun, you know, and thing, I get it. She wants to be like cool girl who's like. He was like, yeah, I could like, we know I'm not like, I'm not like those crazy other girls who are going to be like freaking out when right. they see you. Like, I'm cool. Like we can text. I'm cool. Like we're friends, but like we can hook up. I'm friends. But, well, I'm, I mean, I'm cool, whatever. Right. But like, you're not cool. You're not cool. And I've been in that situation where you kind of just keep doing it because you're like, maybe this, maybe like, you know, he realized it's not the same. And then the next day you realize, no, he actually still feels exactly the same way. Right. And what you said was the only way I got out of it. Where we hooked up and I said, or we were going to hook up and I said, I'm having a lot of fun. Tomorrow I'm going to feel shitty and right. I don't want to do this. Right. And and sometimes they, it sounds like it's obvious, like the, of course they would know that. Right. But I don't think it is. But I don't, they don't know. He yeah. doesn't know. He's going, he thinks you feel how he feels and he feels nothing. <laughs> so he, and obviously he feels nothing. And you'd say, well, how do you know? Just babe, what's going on here? And I think sometimes it takes two people to go through a breakup. 
I don't think she's included him on the breakup. Yeah, she's she's, she's crying on his the shoulder. Whole burden. Yeah, she's crying on him, and he's going, "They're there." <laughs> you know, he needs to feel bad for hurting you, or continuing to do so. We are sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I love BetterHelp because it's an easier way into professional therapy. It is a toe in the water. I love that they have a questionnaire that matches you with a licensed therapist. If you're sitting there and you've never been to therapy, what a perfect way to get in the game. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash UUP today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash UUP. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. If someone said to you, I'm having fun, but I feel really shitty the next day after we hang out or after we, we make out, I feel like you'd be less likely I to engage with that behavior. Back away. I would, I would run away. I would run away because you don't want to be the bad. You don't want to be someone's problem. Someone's torturer. Right. And That's what I, it is. Humans generally don't yeah. want to be that person. And it feels stupid. I, it's funny that it's like, it feels stupid to have to tell him that, but I think she needs to tell him that. And I think she's putting so much on like, well, how to do it. It's a text. I would write out the text and I would say, hey, we made out. State the obvious. Right. <laughs> State what happened. We made out the other night. I tried to make this more. You ended it. Like, just state right, facts. Yeah. When we made out, I felt horrible the next day. 
And part of that is you are okay with that. And right. and I can't do that again. I need you to play ball with me in this breakup. Me and that means XXX. That means we can't text anymore. And I will do my part, but I need you to do your part. That yeah. would be my text to him. And I do, I mean, I know you're saying she doesn't have to not go to the things that he's at, but I think in the in the short term, yeah. that would be helpful. I think this person it, is very lo emotionally loaded for her. She's got to unsubscribe on social media. She's got to do all yeah. the things. Unfollow on all the, the, the social media platforms. Try to avoid going to things that he's at, at least again in the short term. And go, most importantly, date other people. Well, it's funny. It's funny that like she says we had seven to eight years and then only dated for four months. It's funny that she's like in her what she's doing is she's saying that because we had sex, I'm sure in those seven, eight years, they didn't have sex. She, I think she would have mentioned it. Right. So in the four months, they they have sex. So she's saying it's four months. No, this is eight years of you. Right. Of her of, being emotionally invested in this person. Right. Yeah. And. Whether, you know, you have to admit that you weren't friends. You were two people who flirted with each other for eight years. And the sex is irrelevant. Yeah. Like, it has nothing to do with anything. That's just the amount of time. The four months is the amount of time you guys were physical together, but you've mentally been entangled with this person. So you have to untangle. It takes a bit. It takes yeah. a minute. Right. And you have to let them know that it's not about sex is done so we're cool. Because they're kind of acting on that. Well, she's That's what I'm saying. She's trying to be like the cool girl. And right. I understand the urge to do that because she's like, I, he didn't do anything wrong. I'm not going to like villainize him. I'm going to, I'm not going to like make, I'm going to, I'm not, I'm trying to be like a cool, nice, fun person. And I'm not, right. I'm not trying to be like making him yeah, a bad th guy. This isn't even making him a bad guy. This is, I'm ending this with you because my life is worse with what we're doing now. Right. I'm saying, and even by admitting that she's kind of feels like she's like, Losing any power she potentially had for him to be like coming around and being like, oh, right. maybe I feel it. differently. Right. And she's like, maybe if I'm cool, then he'll just like realize that we're like that, like I am a good person to date and he'll change his mind and I'll be like, I'll because I would have like stayed cool about it. Right. But that and doesn't that really happen. No, you're just a situation. And that's why they call it a situation ship. That's right. I mean, I just think. He's operating on, well, there's no sex, so we're cool. Right. No, that's not And that's works. not. No. She's obsessed with him. Right. Like, at first, that's the first step. Admit to, admit to yourself, right. you are <laughs> deeply, deeply attached to this person. Yes. So anything they do is going to be overly interpreted, overanalyzed. It means a lot to you. Mm -hmm. And when you make out, that's like a huge, that's seemingly an innocent thing. It's a huge thing to you. You're going to be thinking about it right. over and over and over again for the weeks that pass after that. Right. So it's not casual for you. And it's not, and it, it can't, and he has to know it's not casual for him. Right. That's a big that part. That his actions carry consequences. Fucking well. asshole. Sorry, no. <laughs> that was me projecting. Um, anyway. That guy's sitting somewhere just like what? playing beer pong. Has no idea what's coming. He doesn't even it's know like, what hit him. She was really cool about the breakup. <laughs> Oh my god. We did it. We did it. Um we solved dating. We'll be back on Wednesday. Bye. Boom. The U Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Lee. Lee creates denim that gets better with age. The ones you reach for to feel your best again and again. Their denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Rider Jean jacket is the OG. What every other brand has copied for decades. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com. That's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Betches.